0: So, I was a little bit late coming to this recording session because I could not find my computer. Yes. And I could not find my computer because the boy is always using it to play video games. He's sort of become obsessed with video games. And I feel bad about it. It's because, um, I like, not the video games are bad. I think they're fun and healthy. It's just that he doesn't do anything else because it's fucking freezing outside and it's COVID.
1: Yeah, but that's not your fault. I mean, once it gets warm and well, I'm not going to say once there's no more COVID because we don't know if that's going to happen. But once it gets warm, he can go outside and you'll be fine. Right. So I've been trying to find
0: activities to put them in because the kids have always done a lot of activities. Uh, The girl is currently doing um, voice and drama classes, but she's doing them remotely.
1: Okay. How's that going? uh,
0: She she just started. She likes it. And she's been doing piano for a while. He doesn't have any of those interests and I can't put him in sports. But it got me to thinking, like five to ten years from now, the sports world, especially youth sports, is just going to be dominated by the children of just the world's shittiest people.
1: Probably, yes.
0: These will be the kids who didn't miss out on one or two full years of training and conditioning because their parents kept them in active team sports during COVID?
1: Right, and there's a lot of that. I know my uh, my one of my brother-in-laws is a principal, and they're still doing sports. And it's like that's crazy. Like they have basketball games. I'm like that's insane.
0: Yeah, I got um. You know, I have a cousin. Whose kids um, do AAU basketball? So I see their shit on Instagram, and it's just like, what the fuck are you people thinking?
1: Well, he was telling us that that the uh, the referees now have electronic whistles because you know they put the whistle in their mouth, they blow it, then they touch the basketball or whatever. But now they have electronic whistles, and I'm like, what? Well, that's negligible. That's gonna help like everybody's huffing and puffing running up and down a court Yes, we have electric whistles great. (laughs) Okay, you know,
0: I didn't know that was a thing I would have gone with something like air horns or maybe dance hall
1: horns
0: (laughs) You need to get a dance hall horn drop to put it in there
1: that would just scare the shit out of everyone all the time It always scares me So I
0: on one hand, it's fucking sickening. On the other hand, I look forward to seeing um, more white Americans in the NBA 12 years from now.
1: Oh, you look forward to that? Why?
0: <laughs> just just for the sake of diversity. I, I have this running theory that, and this only applies to Americans, white Europeans are exempt from this. But in order to actually excel in a black dominated sport like basketball or in a black position sort of like wide receiver cornerback if you play if you're a white person who plays a black position or a black sport and you're dominant you got to be a little bit racist
1: oh whoa wow why is that your theory
0: i feel like you just got to want to go out there and take it to some niggers day in and day out
1: oh jason (laughs) or it's their parents that want you to do that
0: Yeah, but you need that internal racism to motivate you. You can't just have external racism. Otherwise, all white people would be great. There's so much racism in America. They would all be driven by it. You need internal racism.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, well, this is a basketball podcast, so there's your theory.
0: So, welcome back to Eat the Press, guys.
1: Welcome back. Another week. Another week. <laughs> I don't know. It
0: it never gets any better.
1: It just gets worse. I don't. I, it's it just gets worse. I don't know how. Yeah.
0: So. It,
1: I, I saw a friend, just real quick. I know there's a lot of liberals that are like, Biden is our president now and everything is okay. Like I saw somebody I follow, and I like this person a lot, but she had tweeted, I guess Biden did a town hall, and she tweeted, I just love how curious Biden is. How he just is so curious when he's talking to the people in the town hall, and it's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, some curious ass checks out. <laughs> Where are the checks? He has been president, what, now, three weeks? A month? Where are the goddamn fake checks?
0: I mean, I, I was told, I, I saw that white man on the television say that if the two Democrats were elected in Georgia, $2,000 checks will go out.
1: Lies. Why, why would he lie to me? All lies. You know what? I, You know, do you remember, I don't know, 15 years ago when that show... 24 was on do you remember that show? yeah i
0: never actually saw that show
1: i never did either but like this was back when i actually had cable and it would just be non-stop commercials of Kiefer sutherland being like who do you work for and that's what i feel like sometimes i just want to say that to the democrats who do you work for like who do they work for <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you people
0: now i'm gonna go back and watch 24 it's got to be on one of those streaming networks I bet it's so problematic in 2021. Just,
1: I'm sure it is. Just
0: 24 hours of keep the and punching the shit out of brown people.
1: But, I mean, from what I understand, it was taken from it. It was like uh, the rights for it were bought from an Israeli TV show, and the producers or the ex- executive producers of that sh- the tw- show 24 are conservatives. So you know they hate Arabs, and they they paint all Arabs as bad people.
0: Man, this is this is a record for us digressing before we even started the first topic.
1: Oh my god, we're seven minutes in. Okay. <laughs> we're seven minutes in and we haven't even gotten to our It's first so topic. dark.
0: I I think neither of us wants to go to that place.
1: Ah uh, That place being Texas. It. Yes, we owe it to our listeners. Um so that's our first thing that we're talking about is the power outages and the cold snap in Texas.
0: Oh man! So, I'm sure most of you know a massive winter storm hit the entire state of Texas. There was one point a couple of days ago where only one weather station in Galveston and the
1: entire state of Texas was above freezing. That's insane for Texas. Um, I actually have my brother-in-law's sister lives in Texas. Hey, Vic. She listens to the show. (laughs) Hey, Vic. I hope you're doing okay. But yeah, she I don't I messaged her and I don't know. She hasn't messaged me back yet. But yeah, it's very cold there. And you know, an inch of snow, not even an inch of snow in a place like Texas and they they don't know what to do. And it's dangerous. They they can't drive in that, you know, so they're not used to it. They don't have sand or salt to throw on the roads. And
0: Yeah, and and that's not actually negligence. For most of Texas, it's just not a worthwhile investment. You know, Dallas gets pretty much an ice storm a year. Dallas should probably be a little bit more prepared for the winter than, say, Houston, Austin, or San Antonio. But I get it. Sometimes you're like, fuck it. We'll just have one or two days of lost productivity. It's better than just staffing an entire snow removal team.
1: Right. But so the problem right now is that their power grid has failed. And predictably, Fox News and the right wing machine, disinformation machine, is blaming it on wind turbines. When the fact is, it's only been, I think, 13% of their power grid is failing, is due to that. Um, Also, Wisconsin, Alaska, Denmark, places that are very, very cold and rely on wind power, are doing just fine. So it's not it's not the turbine's fault.
0: There are wind turbines going in Antarctica right now. The issue with the wind turbines is the issue with all of Texas's electrical grid is that first and foremost, Texas has an electrical grid. They're the only state in the country with their own grid. They are not connected to the Western US grid or the Eastern US grid
1: so that that means i'm guessing that they can't say oh my god we need power hey california do you have some extra power you can send us i mean that's a part of it that's a simplification obviously
0: right but the court goes down to the very reason they have their own grid they did not want to be subject to federal regulation and if that grid was internal and not interstate they weren't and one of the regulations that they were not subject to was the winterization Of all of their plants
1: right and I'm I from what I've read is they have deregulated to the point that um, the infrastructure is just falling apart yeah absolutely
0: and 80% of um, the power plants that are offline in Texas are coal-fired gas and nuclear right Although Greg Abbott, the governor, tweeted out that the wind turbines were frozen and that's why
1: no one had power. Of course he did. Of course he did because the problem is, is it is a somewhat nuanced reason why the power is failing in Texas, but there's no nuance or good faith on the right. So what they do is they take control of the narrative and they blame it on the Green New Deal I've seen people blaming it on the Green New Deal and it's like guys how stupid do you think your audience is there is no Green New Deal yet or they're blaming it on you know renewable energy
0: yeah Dan Crenshaw was taking shots at California it's it's I don't understand I, mean, I understand why they do it but it's just so sickening that they turn everything into a culture war issue like you're taking pop shots at another state. People in your state are literally fucking freezing to death.
1: Yes. So there have been twelve deaths so far, and um, one of them is so sad. It was a mother and her child, and they I had a gas stove, and they turned on their gas stove and their oven to heat their their house and they died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Don't ever do this, guys. You can do it if you have electric. I have electric. We lost power I think well, a week or so ago for like seven hours from from the ice storm that we had and I, I used my stove and my wait, oven.
0: How, wait, how are you running an electric oven
1: without power? No, uh, I don't know, it was, wait. It was our gas that went out. We lost our gas and our gas, our house is gas heating, gas heated, but we didn't lose our power. So I just used this, the oven to keep us warm because it's an electric and see, oven.
0: And see, Texas is kind of the opposite. You have gas heating, but an electric stove in Texas. Almost everyone has electric heating because they're heated mm-hmm. through heat pumps instead of furnaces. And that's why I, at first I wasn't reading the stories. I just saw some headlines. I was like, I understand that they're without power, but why is everyone freezing? It, it did not connect to me that people just, right. everyone almost universally has electric heat.
1: Right. Because I was um, pretty
0: sure that Hank Hell sold propane and propane accessories.
1: <laughs> you know, I didn't watch that show, but like it seems like everyone, especially on the left, loves that show. I always feel like, oh, I got to watch it. I got to watch it, but I haven't. It's
0: probably the least problematic of the Mike Judge properties, like Beavis and Butthead is probably... Now granted, they were the butt of the jokes. They weren't people to uh, relate to, but it's still probably pretty cringe today. And Idiocracy is not even that old. No. It's I, incredibly cringe now.
1: You think so? What parts? Because I just rewatched it last year. I mean, there definitely are cringe parts for sure. Which parts you can't, you can't be talking about the um oh fuck what is it called the poop show oh no um no that's fine like ass and oh my
0: balls like that. oh my balls
1: ouch my ball ow my balls that's what it is no just like the gay slurs oh is there gay slurs i don't remember that yeah <sighs> like a Not lot good. of it i mean granted like
0: part of the point was society devolving where everyone's an idiot and people are crass but Thankfully, our language is not really moved in that direction. People aren't dropping the F word. Right, right. And it's, just, it's hard to just watch a film where that's said like 40 times.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cringe. That is pretty cringe. But I will say, other than that, it's pretty prophetic. But yeah, propane and propane
0: accessories. People have um, electrical heat. And they're freezing. A good friend of mine... Um, Lives in uh, Port Arthur, okay. and he was telling me that uh, he, he's he's a truck driver, so he's out on the road. Mm-hmm. That his girlfriend had to sleep in the car because she could not find a hotel room, and no one she knew had power, so it didn't make sense to go to someone else's house.
1: Right. That's Her mom terrible. just had
0: power restored, so she's staying there now. But
1: I mean, I don't know if our listeners saw this, but the mayor of
0: Colorado City uh, Colorado Texas. City
1: yeah Colorado City Texas uh, a guy named a guy named uh, Tim Boyd made a Facebook post uh, I guess yesterday or the day before <laughs> started with let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute and he said and I'm gonna do a, a little bit of a quoting no one owes you are <laughs> Which is supposed to be or no one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this sink or swim. It's your choice. The city and the county, along with the power providers or any other service owes you nothing. That's what this mayor said to his town.
0: Yeah, the the people that you pay taxes to and the companies that you pay for services don't actually owe you anything.
1: That's big galaxy brain shit. I mean, if that's not some Ayn Rand shit, I don't know what is. What the fuck is he even talking about? People are freezing. And they actually, I think I, I read somewhere, they issued a boiling water. Um, uh, Some. Uh, what is it? A boiling
0: water. Or advisory.
1: They issued a boiling wa- yeah, advisory. And um, how are people supposed to boil their water if they don't have any electricity?
0: All I know is if I lived in Colorado City, Texas, I would not be cold because I would warm myself from the flames of his house.
1: Right. I was going to say, what are the. Apparently, this guy um, resigned the next day or later that day, but I'm wondering if he resigned because he was just like. I don't want to fucking deal with this. Not because he was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I said some things I shouldn't have said. You know, he's like, like no, nope, not my problem anymore.
0: Now, this job sucks. They pay me like $2,000 a year. It's a town of like 4,500 people.
1: I just, I, I just, I can't. All these people in, in Texas, they have to know that their their government has failed them the power companies have failed them and it's it's really a lot but apparently in 2011 there was a a similar occurrence and there was a um, a commission that looked into it and said well going forward we need to be prepared if this happens again and it was you know a bunch of recommendations um, and they didn't do it they didn't do it the people of Texas deserve so much better than this
0: It's Republican leadership. And the thing is, Texas, and it doesn't matter whether it's a state as a red state or a blue state, because no human beings deserve to live like this. But Texas is not even a real red state. Texas is gerrymandered and voter suppressed into being a red state.
1: Right. As so many states are. Um, Yeah, you don't find a state. Go ahead.
0: Sorry, you don't find a state with that many massive urban areas and big cities that is solidly Mm -hmm. conservative. And Texas isn't. And uh, one of their big cities, El Paso, has electricity Mm. because El Paso is connected to the Western U.S. grid. They're off the Texas grid.
1: Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so the plants
0: that they receive electricity from Are winterized they made it through the storm
1: right yeah for for all these people especially on the right that are like we couldn't predict this or we didn't know this was gonna happen or this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence it's like well no technically it happened ten years ago Um, that's climate change yeah it was also I, I think because they part of the reason if I read correctly was because natural gas they didn't have enough supply of natural gas and the thing is is they were they knew a week ahead of time that this cold snap was coming so they actually did have warning that this was going to happen it's something that we have to expect people
0: like to talk about the uh The greenhouse effect and the warming of Earth over time as climate change. And that is a huge and the single most dangerous component of climate change. But the other component is just more severe weather
1: events, be they cold or hot. Right. Or like more severe hurricanes plus more hurricanes. Um, Those are, are, you know, bigger winter storms that are dumping more snow than, you know, we're used to it's it's not just that's why everybody's like stop using global warming it's actually climate change
0: yeah and the overall trend is warming yes but it's more extreme events I mean um Superstorm Sandy was one of those events was it last year or the, it was the year before last year we just all died of COVID the year before we had a hundred year storm and a 500 year storm in the same hurricane season
1: right Uh, it's just, it's all bad. It's all bad. I don't know. I, the the, the real, the real problem is, is that they take these issues and they make it into something that should not be a culture war. They just, renewable energy should not be a culture war. Climate science is settled. It's that simple.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking a lot more about climate science. I think we may have talked about this before, is that um, I don't feel guilted into making environmental consumer choices anymore because, you know, like the U.S. military is the largest producer of greenhouse emissions in the world. But there is one thing I decided that I wouldn't do anymore. I'm not doing any crypto trading.
1: Oh, really? Why? Why? I know that. Well, I let me guess, because it uses an insane amount of power.
0: Yeah, I've read very recently that Bitcoin now uses more energy than Argentina.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, a whole fucking country's worth of energy for make believe money.
1: You know, when I lived in Brooklyn, my husband's coworker tried to convince him for us to set up I don't even know what it's called, a Bitcoin generator or something. You're gonna know. do mining? Yes, a Bitcoin miner. Because, as a lot of people in New York City know, you don't usually pay for your electricity. It's usually included in your rent. And this guy was like, "Oh man, if you you don't pay for your electricity, you got to do this." And and it ended up being that it was going to be like two huge like machines that were really really loud, and we'd have to have a fan on them. Yeah, they're hot as shit. Right. I was like, yeah. I was like. We're not fucking doing this. So, yeah, we didn't do it.
0: I mean, I I understand all the benefits of crypto, but the governments of the world are going to have to
1: shut that shit down
0: at some point. Right. We can't have a whole extra country of like, I mean, you can buy drugs with cash. It's okay, guys.
1: I mean, it is becoming legal in a lot of states. Um, I just want to circle back real quick to, to deregulation and why that is kinda of where the problems are coming from for Texas because because they're deregulated, they've just been deregulated to shit. The power companies can basically control how much natural gas there is. So they keep the supply low so that they can keep the cost high. Um, and then what happens is there's not enough natural gas in a situation like this.
0: Oh, see, I I was in the impression, I could be wrong, that it wasn't an issue of supply. It's just literally their plants could not sustain winter weather.
1: I think that's also part of the problem. I think it's a, a number of issues. It's not just, you can't just point to one thing and go, this is the reason why.
0: You know, Texas cannot remain a haven for deregulation and tax avoidance, you know, Elon Musk, you know, moved to move Tesla to Texas or in the process of moving Tesla to Texas. So as not to deal with regulations, you know, this is the same guy who um, is trying to go emission free and he has a solar company, yet he also invested $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. It was never about the environment with these guys. He's just another grifter.
1: Absolutely.
0: But yeah, no, it's going to um, happen. I mean, In the future, Texas is going to have to have a lot more regulations. And if that costs more money, Texas might just have to grow up and have a state income tax.
1: I mean, that's how you take care of your people. I mean, this is part of the problem.
0: Uh, Breaking news.
1: Breaking news, we didn't, I know this is breaking news from last week. No, breaking news from right now. What? Russ Limbaugh died. Oh. Bye, bitch. Celebrations can uh, begin. Fuck that dude. I'm just surprised this is the first time. (laughs) He looked like he was dying for years now. He was like Palpatine or some shit.
0: Those guys live so long, all those evil guys live forever.
1: I know, this is why I can't stand when people are like, what goes around comes around and karma's gonna get you. it's like, no it's fucking not. I hate that, that style of thinking because one, it, it presumes that there's some sort of fairness in the world and there isn't, there really isn't, not to be negative. But two, it puts the onus and, uh, on people whose conditions are out of, out of their control as if it's their their fault. Like, just for instance, um, a child who's going hungry. That's that child's fault, fault, you know? I mean, he probably it, should eat. He probably should eat. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't like that thinking. Oh, he's going to get what's coming to him or, you know, the world is a fair place. It's really not. Um, anyways, <laughs> but moving on to our other breaking news. Or do we want to say something else about Rush Limbaugh? No, no, no,
0: no. This, I, I was just happy to add a bit of joy and levity to the show because ah, it's so rare. Yes. Rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh.
1: Why, tell me why all the bad people this past year have not died. <laughs> why? Why haven't they died? Why didn't COVID get them? This, these things don't work like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't work like that. Um, So breaking news. The Senate uh, acquitted Trump. Dun, dun, dun. Who could have seen that coming? I mean, everyone saw that coming. I, I personally was disappointed with the Democrats. Not obviously. Not because I thought that there was ever a chance that they were going to convince enough Republican senators to vote to convict. But just because they have this whole defeatist attitude of like, well, we're not going to win. So what's the point? And I'm talking about them not calling witnesses after they fought to get the the, um, right to call witnesses.
0: With respect to the Democrats, they needed 17 Republican votes. That is a full third. That is one third. Of GOP senators. That shit was never going to happen. And who wants to be in work when you know it's just not going to get done?
1: I mean, that was their whole reason is like, I forget which senator was, was like, I just want to go home. It's Valentine's Day. Let me just go home. Get the fuck out of here. Which they did. They did get the fuck out of there. That
0: didn't bother me as much. I'm still bothered by the fact that they never, the Dems never impeached Trump on emoluments, calls, violations, because that was the most unambiguous criminal offense he's committed. Like you could sort of twist the Ukraine phone call in your mind and you could sort of, was plausible deniability on Trump's incitement of the insurrection.
1: Mm, Disagree, but okay.
0: But there was clear, unambiguous, unimpeachable evidence that this man took benefits from foreign countries.
1: I mean maybe that's why they didn't because it's very very clear here's the thing i didn't like that they didn't call witnesses because one of their reasons was that they had other senate business to get to and you know they knew that the republicans weren't going to get on board and i believe they also wanted to you know try for bipartisanship for bills in the future but it's like If this right here doesn't show you that the Republicans are going to block everything you do then nothing will get rid of the fucking filibuster
0: the filibuster has to go but I mean bipartisanship in and of itself is a joke I just can't imagine a situation where I would sit down with someone and be like look all your ideas are fucking terrible let's work together
1: Yeah, I think you're a shitty, horrible person. I I think, I I believe I saw a clip of Nancy Pelosi saying something like, "We need this country needs a strong Republican Party. And it's like, what are you talking, they would never say that about the Democrats.
0: Biden has used that exact same sentence.
1: They would never say that, they don't give a fuck everything that the Democrats are doing. If the situation was reversed, Mitch McConnell would give the middle finger to them and be like, fuck off bitches that's what he would say he would not care and i just i don't i don't see the need for comedy there's no reason to be like we all must get along and work together these motherfuckers since the beginning of obama's administration have not worked with you how many the pointlessness this is saying the pointlessness of of trying to convict trump when they weren't going to get the democrats i mean the republicans on board how many Benghazi hearings were there that were pointless? 79? Some some crazy fucking number. They didn't care. It was for show.
0: More people died in the capital insurrection than Benghazi. Exactly.
1: It was for show for their base to let their base know, hey, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. Also, guess the- what?
0: What? I don't even believe in Benghazi.
1: Uh, I, I mean, okay. Can you point
0: can the Benghazi on the map? I sure as fuck can
1: I, I cannot.
0: <laughs> you ever met anybody t- from Benghazi? Oh, it's not a real
1: place. Met a lot on. of people from Benghazi. You have?
0: I mean, I've met a lot of people. I've never met anyone from Benghazi. No.
1: Oh, okay. If okay, listen, yeah. if
0: you're listening, if you're Benghazi, let us. I'm know. sorry for the wildly insensitive jokes.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're just jokes, guys. Anyways, we're we're. I mean, I personally am just like you, fucking Democrats. You can't get anything done. Where's this check? It's Where's this check? Man, I'm still mad that they're lying about they lied about the checks. Yeah.
0: If everyone who got the six hundred doesn't get the fourteen hundred dollars, that sort of demolishes that whole fourteen hundred plus six hundred equals two thousand.
1: Yeah, they're just like the Republicans. They think people are too stupid to to do the math. Man, just give people fourteen I mean, give people two thousand dollars. It's a drop in the fucking bucket and it is it's nothing and i think there i think i read somewhere that some senator or some i don't know some politician was like this fourteen hundred dollars will help families for the next three to four months what (laughs) are you fucking serious
0: you know lots of people like to think that politicians are so wealthy they're out of touch with ordinary americans but it's not that they're out of touch It's that they are actually intentionally gaslighting. Yes. These are the people who move to Washington, D.C., making $174,000 a year, and then get three roommates. Because they know what's real out there in the streets. They know how expensive shit really is.
1: Right. They don't want to be paying $4,000 for a one-bedroom apartment in D.C. But you
0: can live off of uh, $2,000 for like six months.
1: Right. (sighs) Just... I hate uh, guys,
0: them. <laughs> guys, steal stuff. Just steal things.
1: I mean, not listen. for me though. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. My, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but like back when my ex-boyfriend uh, worked in like movie productions, there is a long tradition, especially for PAs, production assistants, of you know they turn in receipts. They turn in receipts for the truck that they have, that they, you know, stored overnight, they turn in, they return in receipts for everything so that they can be reimbursed. And because they're the lowest on the totem pole and they're the worst paid, (laughs) there's a long tradition of PAs making receipts up. And like my ex-boyfriend used to have, um, this whole intricate kit (laughs) to, to, to fabricate receipts. And it always worked. He never got called on it. I think it's actually built into the budget that they know people do this. Did we talk about
0: this last week about um, Boebert's receipts for uh, transportation?
1: I don't think we did, but it's like $27,000, right?
0: Yeah, Lauren Boebert billed her campaign and was reimbursed $22,000 for transportation expenses. That's basically like driving back and forth through the sun. (laughs) And then... Immediately thereafter, paid off a $20,000 tax lien on her old business.
1: Mm, I think we did talk about this. Yes, how convenient. That's, that's fun. That is fun. But you know what? Since Trump, it's like all these, these crooks and grifters and criminals, they know they can get away with it, especially when at the highest level, Trump wasn't held accountable. Now it's like a free for all.
0: Remember when Sarah Palin was the example of like dumb unqualified Republicans. Sarah Palin is overqualified. Now she could not get elected to a GOP house seat.
1: Oh no. She she she's the beginning of this I think she's the beginning of this um era of like nastiness. She's one of the she's one of the beginnings of it. But yeah, she's she's too smart now. <laughs> she's too smart for them.
0: Yeah, she was just regular old dumb
1: Well, uh, do you have an asshole of the week?
0: Yeah, it's um Rush Limbaugh for not dying sooner.
1: Oh, yes, good one. That is a good one. I have to say, yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Why didn't you die sooner? You know, he got the, like, Medal of Freedom or Medal of Honor or some shit from the president, Trump.
0: Uh, of course. You know, American hero Dolly Parton, was offered the Presidential Medal of Freedom twice by Trump and declined both times.
1: Yes. She's like, I don't know, want nothing to do with your ass. Greatest
0: living white person, Dolly she, Parton.
1: Seriously. If you read about her, go read about her, guys, if you have not. What a fantastic lady. Truly.
0: Yeah, there's a really good uh, podcast. I think it's called like the United States of Dolly Parton or something like that. That tells you know, American history through the prism of Dolly. Go listen to it. After you tell all your friends to listen to us.
1: Yeah, come on, guys. And uh, while you're at it, you're listening right now. Just go to our uh, our podcast page and press five stars. Five stars. Match the shit out of it. And leave us a nice review about how much you like us. <laughs> and if you've already done that, thank you very much. And uh, as always, our music was composed by our good friend, Kevin, Kevin McLeod. McLeod. We're never going to end this. Kev, Kev please come on the show. Please at least respond to our ats. We added you on Twitter asking you how to say your name. At least do that, bro. Yeah,
0: because you
1: don't want Amanda out here just dragging your name in the street. It's, or, ja- it's J- or Jason. You don't want him doing that. Even though I have heard two separate podcasts, legitimate podcasts that use his music and they say McLeod.
0: Yeah, they're wrong. All right. Well, anyway, thank you so much, guys. All right.
1: Until next time. Until next time.